Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, my dear friend. I'm so happy I can minister to you today and encourage you with a wonderful story in the word of the Lord, which will encourage you and uplift you today and help you because maybe you are in a situation that you need this word and the Lord wants to give it to you that you will be a conqueror and a victor in the power of the Almighty One today. You know, I want to go to the story of Nehemiah. I think that story, well, you could preach many weeks on that story because there are so many things in there that speak to us and that are relevant for us today, for today, for our personal life, but also for our ministry and maybe at our job or workplace or whatever other situation we can find ourselves, there is something in that book of Nehemiah that will help us to finish the job. You know, God wants us to finish the work that he has purposed us to do, and he will enable us to finish it. We just need to keep our eyes upon him and not upon the enemy who is trying to discourage us and bring us down. We must not look at the work if it's completed or not completed yet or how far we are because sometimes, oh, when you are standing in the midst of all the rubble, I can understand that we feel overwhelmed by all the attacks of the enemy, the spiritual battle that's going on, just the practical things of life that push us down that we feel so overwhelmed that we think, I'm not going to make it. But my dear friend, don't capitulate to that thought. Don't surrender to that thought. Receive the word of the Lord that he is with you and he will give you supernatural strength through the power of the Holy Spirit today. I tell you, he wants to help you. He wants to lift you up that you will just start to work again and pick up those stones again and start building again. And uh, not long from now, you will be surprised that the wall will come up to half its place and uh, it will take time, but the Lord will help us that we will accomplish and finish the work and the wall will be completely finished, just like in the story of Nehemiah. You know, I really love this man, Nehemiah. He was a man with a heart and a passion for the city of God and for the work of the Lord. He was taken captive and he was serving as a wine pourer in another nation to a foreign king, but his heart was with the holy city Jerusalem, and his heart was with the people of God, and his heart was with the work of God. And he had a desire to see the work of God flourish and to blossom. Is that also your desire? Today, I'm speaking to all people who are listening, but also especially to those who are working in the ministry. And I feel the Lord really giving me this message to encourage you those who are working in the ministry, that the Lord will help you and he will give you success to fulfill the work that he gave you to do. Uh, Sometimes in the ministry, we can feel so discouraged when we look to all the work that still needs to be accomplished, but how? How can we do it? And, oh, so many things can be against us. Well, you know, Nehemiah, he was serving the king and People came from Jerusalem, and because his heart was there in Jerusalem and with the people of God in Jerusalem, he said, how how is it going? How are things going back home? And they told him of the terrible state of the wall that was broken down and all the gates that were burned 
and there was no protection, no hedge around them. And, and because of that, enemies could just come in and plunder and take what they want, and people were not safe there. And the temple was not safe there. And so Nehemiah, he was so, his heart was broken because of this, and he was weeping before the Lord, and he was praying to the Lord and saying, Lord, oh, this cannot be. This cannot be. This is not your will. This is not your purpose for your holy city to be broken down and without a hedge and without protection. And so, Lord, oh, do something, do something. And and because of this compassion for the city and his longing that something would happen, he also opened his own heart that he would become the vessel that God could use. You know, sometimes we pray and we say, Lord, Oh, you see that family, you see that situation, you see that problem in the church. But Lord, you do something, you do something, and we are waiting for God to send someone, or we are waiting for God to do something. But you know, you can be the very one that God will use to bring a change in that situation, because he gave you the compassion and the heart and the longing for it. But of course, it needs to be the Lord who will bring you in that place that you can do something. And that's exactly what the Lord did with Nehemiah. He prayed, he was longing, and there he was in front of the king. And suddenly the king said, hey, what's happening? You don't look so happy today. Well, you know, it was very dangerous to serve the king and not have a smile on your face or to have a frown or to look depressed because in the presence of the king, you always had to be happy and and with a heart and an attitude that all things are well because you are in the presence of the king. But the king said, what's happening? What I see you are distressed. What's going on? And Nehemiah, he said a quick prayer in his spirit, and he thought, this is the open door that the Lord is giving me, that a change can come. Oh, my friend, sometimes the Lord will give an open door, but we don't recognize that it is the Lord who is opening the door, and we don't recognize it, that there is an open door before us. You know, the Lord opened the door. There was an open door for Nehemiah, and it was the Lord who opened it before him. And so, well, he poured out his heart, and the king gave him permission to go back and to rebuild the walls. Well, as we look in the world today, I don't think I'm the only one who can say that I see that many walls of churches, of ministries have been broken down. The enemy has done his work, and many walls are broken down, and many church, many families, many friends and members of the church are are, are not protected, and there's a broken situation. And Nehemiah knew he had to do something about it, and the king gave him permission to go back to Jerusalem, and he went one night without anybody present. He went to inspect And I tell you, when he started walking around and he saw all the gaps and he saw all the burnt stones and the heaps and heaps of broken wall and the heaps and heaps of broken stones and burnt wood of the gates and broken gates, he was was crying. He was crying. It was a terrible sight to see all that broken down wall and and, and no protection and, and all the problems that were there. But, you know, he didn't allow that to discourage him. He knew he was on a mission. He knew God was with him. He knew he had a job to do. Oh, we can sit down with all the problems around us, and we can say it's hopeless, and we can become 
a part of the problem, or we can say, no, we will be part of the solution because God is with us, because he has called us, because he has purposed us to be a part of the solution and in the power of the Holy Spirit. And with the word of the Lord in our hand, we will move forward. And that's exactly what Nehemiah did. And Nehemiah, he brought the people together and they started to do the work to rebuild the wall. Well, you know, my friend, that's exactly the point that I want to come to. If you have come to a point where you have succumbed and where you have accepted the situation of the broken down wall as that is how it will be in your life, and it will never get better than that. If you have accepted, the gates will always be burnt and will always be broken into my life and into my family, into my church, into my situation. The the wall will always be with gaps and it will always be a heap of rubble if you have accepted that and just kind of live there in that in that junkyard and have accepted that as that being the place for your life and 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 that's where it will always be and how it will always be i tell you the devil will leave you alone but the moment you make a decision and the moment you say this is not what god has purposed for me this is not the way it should be and i'm going to bring a change the lord is going to help me the lord is with me that a change will come my dear friend the moment you make that decision the moment you get up and stand up in that junkyard and say, I'm going to take a stand and a change is going to come and we're going to clean this place up and we're going to rebuild this wall and we're going to put new gates into that wall that there will be a safe going in and coming out. I tell you, that's the moment the enemy will start to come against you and will attack you. In other words, don't find it strange that the moment you make a decision to rise up and maybe you have got a touch of the Lord and the Lord spoke in your heart and he gave you a vision and in the spirit you already saw that wall rebuilt and those gates replaced and you were so excited and that touch of God just rejuvenated you and it brought such a passion in your heart and you feel so happy and then suddenly the enemy comes and attacks you and you are surprised, and that first wave of attack just breaks you down and throws you back on the floor, and you think, well, what a fool I was to think that I could rebuild that wall. What a fool I was to think that things would change. Why did I ever allow that thought or that vision to come in my mind, in my heart, that things would be better, that things would change for the good? This is my life in the rubble. This is my life in the junkyard. This is where my kids will grow up. This is where my grandkids will be. This is how the church will be in the next generation. I tell you, that is a thought where the devil wants to bring you. That is exactly the purpose of the enemy. When he attacks you, that first wave of attack is to discourage you. It is to bring you down. It is to stop you even before you have begun to put one stone upon the other. That is a great tactic of the enemy. And this is why many, oh, many, they just fall back down and they stay down and they don't get up anymore. But my dear friend, I'm bringing you the word of the Lord today to tell you and to encourage you, get up off your feet. The Lord has put a vision in your heart 
He doesn't want to keep you in that junkyard. He doesn't want to keep you in that rubble, in the midst of the rubble. That is not the place for his son. That is not what he purposed for his daughter. That is not where your seed, your the next generation will be. That is not how his church should be as a broken down building and a broken down body of Christ. He wants to bring it in strength, in glorious strength forward to stand up and to rise up by supernatural power because of the working of the Lord, the working of his word, the working of the Holy Spirit. But let's go and read some verses. And you know, for today, I really wanted to read a few verses out of chapter 4, the book of Nehemiah, chapter 4, and I'm going to read verse 1 up to 6. And it says, And when Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became furious, completely enraged, and he ridiculed the Jews. He spoke before his brothers and the army of Samaria. What are these feeble Jews doing? Can they restore it for themselves? Can they offer up sacrifices? Can they finish in a day? Can they revive the stones from the heaps of dust and rubbish, even the ones that have been burnt? Now Tobiah, the Ammonite, was beside him, and he said, Even what they are building, if a fox should get up on it, he would break down their stone wall. Hear, O God, Nehemiah prayed, how we are being despised, and return their taunts on their own heads. Give them up as a prey in a land of captivity. Do not forgive their wrongdoing, and do not let their sin be wiped out before you, for they have offended the builders and provoked you. So we built the wall, and the entire wall was joined together to half its height, for the people had a heart to work. So far the word of the Lord. Oh, my dear friends, there is so much in these few verses that I have just read. You read here that the moment the Jews came together to rebuild the wall, it says, when Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became furious, completely enraged, and he ridiculed the Jews. He became furious and completely enraged. You know, that sounds a lot like the devil when the children of God make a decision to believe in the promises of God, to believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The moment the child of God gets off of his bed, gets out of his dark room, out of his depression, and says, I'm going to stand in the marvelous light of the kingdom of the sun. I'm going to believe the word of God and not just believe it, but I'm going to act upon it and not just act upon it. I'm going to see it become a reality in my life, in my family, in my relationship with the Father, in my relationship with the church, in my relationship with my family. God is going to do a miracle. The wall will be rebuilt. The gaps will be filled up and the gates will be renewed. I tell you, the moment that a child of God stands up and takes hold of the word of the Lord and starts to rebuild, starts to remove the rubbish and starts to build up the wall, I tell you, the devil gets enraged. He gets furious and he starts to ridicule you. Oh, yes. Next time I give a broadcast, 
I want to go and continue on that point of how he ridicules us. But today, let me tell you, dear friends, I just want to encourage you. Don't keep sitting down, even though you know the enemy will come against you or the enemy may come like a flood, but the Lord is with you and he will put a standard against it. Oh, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Oh, my friend, maybe you have started to rebuild the wall and maybe you have accomplished a few little successes, but uh, the enemy came and because of his attack and his viciousness and and the dirty way that he fights and the and the pain that he brought in your heart and the disappointment maybe he brought you back down and maybe you gave up maybe you started rebuilding some time ago but for quite some time now you have been sitting back in the rubbish or maybe you've been feeling sorry for yourself or sorry for your family or sorry for your church this is no time to have a pity party Oh, I'm not pointing a finger at you. I can understand that that how the enemy can come against you can bring you down. And I can understand that maybe, oh, you are disappointed or maybe you are hurting on the inside. But my dear friend, oh, maybe the enemy struck you down, but don't keep laying down. Oh, that we fall down sometimes. Oh, okay, that can happen. And we don't have to feel so bad about it. That can happen. But if we keep laying down, and we give up altogether, that's when you start to feel bad. And that is not the way the Lord wants it. Oh, even if you fall a hundred times, let this be the hundred and first time that you rise up and get up off your feet through the power of God. Start building that wall again, because through a miracle and through the power of the Lord, something will happen. The Lord will help you to fulfill that work and the wall will be rebuilt, and the church will be rebuilt. Your relationship with God will be restored. Your family will be restored. God is able, my friend, to do far above what we think, ask, or pray. He is the same today. And so, yes, in the next session, I want to continue on the strategies of the enemy, but even more so, on the strategy God gives us to overcome that strategy of the enemy, because we are made to be overcomers and not to lay down in the rubbish and to live in a junkyard and to give up and to think and to believe that this is all the Lord has for us. No, the Lord has wonderful things for us. He says, I know the plans that I have for you. These are plans to prosper you, plans of blessing, plans to Make all things wonderfully well for you. Oh, hallelujah. Let me say a word of prayer for you today. Oh, heavenly father, I come to you with this minister who is listening to this broadcast or this brother or sister who is working in the church or this family member who's trying to keep the family together. But Lord, the wall has come down and there is so much rubbish and the gates have been burnt and broken. But Lord, today, as I brought this message and as I will continue it in the next broadcast, I ask you, Lord, strengthen them. Oh, let them see the light. Let them see there is hope with you. Oh, Lord, strengthen them to rise up and not to give up and not to keep laying down. Help them, Heavenly Father, because there is so much at stake, Lord. Oh, the salvation of their family. 
or the salvation of many others, the continuation of your church, Lord, of the living church, the living body, Lord, or that has been built with the living stones. Oh, I ask you, Heavenly Father, through the power of the Holy Spirit, rejuvenate your children, rejuvenate your servants and your maidens in the name of Jesus, Father. Let them rise up. Let them have that heart of compassion like Nehemiah. Give them an open door, Lord, and help them to go through this open door through your strength and your grace. We believe you will do it, and we believe the wall will be completely rebuilt, and Lord, you will bring peace to your children and to Jerusalem. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 